Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. In the vast landscape of ultimately well-intentioned but largely unregulated business coaching, there exists a minefield of opinions when it comes to branding. For online online business owners, navigating the often daunting task of building their new brand, separating the good advice from the bad can be incredibly overwhelming. In an era where anyone with a laptop and access to Canva can claim to be a branding expert, it's crucial to sift through the noise and discern the wisdom from the blah, blah, waffle. So today, as a visual brand designer, illustrator and stylist who has the bachelor degree to prove it, I'm here to shine a light on five of the dumbest pieces of advice I see commonly spruiked by business coaches hunting their new business owner prey. (laughs) From the suggestion that a brand is a mere afterthought to the temptation of snagging a logo for the price of a latte, we'll dive into why these tempting shortcuts can lead to long-term headaches for businesses seeking to make their mark and build their brand legacy. All right, let's start with, you don't need a fancy brand to start your business. And let's imagine a vomit emoji after that sentence, because this one genuinely makes me nauseous. (laughs) Let's be clear, okay? Nobody's saying you need a mortgage. You need to mortgage your future on a brand that could rival Frank Green from the inception of your business. But... Sweeping branding under the rug in the early stages is like signing up for a marathon with absolutely no training. You might limp along, but it won't be pretty and you definitely aren't going to make it to the finish line. (laughs) Your brand is the first thing people see. And in today's increasingly discerning market, first impressions are literally everything. But what does fancy really mean anyway? It's not about embossed business cards and a gold-plated website. It's all about a clear, consistent identity that speaks to who you are and who you're here to serve. It's about making sure that when your dream client stumbles across your Instagram feed at 2am, they immediately feel like they found where they need to be. So instead of skipping the branding phase due to overwhelm or feeling too big or too hard or, you know, somebody told you that you don't need to worry about it, please do worry about it, but just start simple. Focus on understanding your audience so deeply and how your business solves their problems. Um, Your brand should communicate this clearly across all touch points. So this foundational work doesn't have to break the bank. It doesn't It doesn't have to be like, you know, you don't have to spend $50,000 working with an agency, but it does require thoughtful consideration and strategy. So if you are seeking a simple yet incredibly effective process to follow um, with me as your guide, please make sure you check out my brand foundation program, Brand Alchemy. You can find it on my website, um, but I'll also pop the link in the show notes. Please don't skip this part. It could 
very well be the difference between branding success and branding shame. <laughs> All right, number two piece of dumb branding advice, which I see in a lot of um, the larger business support groups, which will remain unnamed on Facebook. Um, just grab a logo from Fiverr. Oh. Cheap, fast and easy logos might seem like a no-brainer at the time, but they are, I guess, they're the fast food of branding. <laughs> they're momentarily satisfying, but ultimately bad for you in the long run. So basically you get what you pay for. Um, and this is the type of scenario that you are likely to pay for twice. And I'll get to this in a minute. But fast and cheap logos often lack originality and personal connection to your brand's core values and its own story, its own personality. Um, it might do the job for the short term, but as your business grows, you'll find that it lacks depth and the flexibility needed for scaling your brand, not to mention um, a bunch of hurdles that you might not be able to jump when it comes to trademarking. So here's a little heads up. The process of creating a logo with a professional designer isn't just about the end product or more ideally, if, you know, it's not really a logo that we're looking at, it's a cohesive brand identity that ends with a logo. <laughs> it's a deep dive into your brand's personality goals and audience. This journey um, with someone who actually understands branding, who lives and breathes it, can unearth valuable insights about your business that go far beyond the logo itself. Now, if budget is a concern of yours, please do consider this. Investing in a distinguishable brand identity from the start is more cost-effective than rebranding later. So think of all the time, the money and the effort it will take to change your marketing trail, as in the trail that you have left um, through all of your marketing channels that have got your existing um, cheap branding all over them. Um, and that's only part of it because think about establishing or re-establishing a reputation based on your grown-up version of your brand. It all comes into consideration. So instead, I would encourage you to start with a clear, simple logo that reflects, like truly reflects your brand's essence after you have been through some kind of foundational branding process and make sure that it's versatile enough to grow with you. Um, it's truly an essential investment to future-proof future your brand. All right, so here's another question that I see in a lot of um, three Facebook groups. And it is, what's that place where you submit a brief and you get heaps of options and you only have to pay for the logo that you like? Well, this, my friend, is called crowdsourcing and it sounds too good to be true. Lots of options, one flat fee, and you only pay for what you love. But let's just unpack this scenario a little bit. When you opt for a design contest, if you will, you are essentially inviting a crowd to guess what might work for your brand without a true understanding of your business, your strategy, or your audience. It's a superficial solution to a deep strategic problem. The designs you receive may be visually appealing to you, but what are they saying to your audience? 
Branding isn't just about looking good. It's about communicating your message and values at a glance and leaving a mark on the hearts of your dreamiest customers. Most designs from these contests <laughs> lack the strategic foundation necessary to do that. Um, furthermore, there is nothing to say that designers um, don't steal or borrow template designs to make a quick buck. And this only leads to a nightmare for you later on. I have genuinely had clients come to me saying that their logo has been stolen. Um, obviously, I didn't design their logo. Who <laughs> come to me after they have gone through this um, situation. So they believe their logo has been stolen when in fact, their logo was in fact stolen by their designer and sold to them as something unique. So they've stolen it from somebody else and sold it to them. As I said, total nightmare. It's not even worth risking it. A much wiser approach is to work directly with a designer that takes the time to understand your business, your goals, and your audience. This ensures the creation of a brand identity and a logo that not only look good, but also become a workhorse for your business. All right, bad advice number four, template logos are totally fine. <laughs> sure, template logos are fine if you're okay with being fine. Fine as in mediocre, boring, predictable. <laughs> um, but since when was that the goal for your business? who wants to make an okay business. <laughs> Template logos might seem like an appealing, affordable shortcut, but they do come with a cost. They lack uniqueness, which is actually a branding necessity if you want to stand out in your space, in, your, in amongst your competitors. Plus, as I've already discussed, there's the risk that your competitors could end up with a logo eerily similar to yours and nobody wants that awkward conversation, do they? The last one is admittedly a little bit tricky, but I'm going to try to attempt it anyway. Um, the statement, your brand has to be you. Okay, sure. Your brand should reflect your business values and what you stand for as a business. And I I know that in some situations, um, personal branding and business branding cross over. Um, that's a whole other topic, um, but it's not your personal life story. It's a strategic tool. Making your brand too personal can actually have the polar opposite effect of alienating potential customers if they don't see themselves reflected in it. Your brand should be a beautiful blend of what you represent to your customers and what they aspire to become. This magical balance creates a powerful connection that goes beyond just products or services. It's about shared beliefs and a common journey. It's about building affinity and facilitating a sense of belonging. To craft a brand that truly resonates, we have to start with empathy. We have to empathize with our audience's challenges, their dreams and what they value most. Then um, to look at your own story and your values and what you bring to the table um, and how that aligns with theirs. So this approach creates a brand that feels authentic to you, which is important to be able to show up within that brand. Um, but at the same time, it is more attractive to your ideal customers because it is considered and meaningful. It's not about you in a stubborn look at me way, but it's about being you in a way that encompasses and serves your community in the best possible way. I hope that that is making sense.
So here are my final thoughts. If you're new to branding your business or you have made the mistake of following any of these well-intended but misguided pieces of advice, you're not alone. Just remember your brand is more than just a logo or a color palette. It's literally the heart and soul of your entire business. It, if you treat it with care and respect, it will pay dividends for years to come. So if you are seeking access to distinguishable, easy to implement, unique and easily customizable brand visuals that both stand out in all the right ways and don't cost to the earth that you can um, edit to make them your brand after you have gone through the branding process to craft a unique brand identity. I'm very excited to share the news that the all new portal for the branding hub is ready. <laughs> it's ready. The branding hub is your one-stop library for professionally designed eye-catching visual brand asset illustrations, icons, camera templates, and marketing resources. I'm going to be opening the doors for new members this Thursday, that is Thursday the 7th of March with a never to be repeated introductory offer plus bonus gifts from me. So tap the link below in the show notes to get your name on the wait list. Please don't make sure, please, <laughs> please make sure you don't miss it um, because yeah, this particular offer is never going to be happening again. I would love, love, love to see you there. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, I invite you to share the link with another woman in business or someone who needs to hear this message. Every woman we can support to grow a meaningful, profitable brand is another woman who is free to live a purposeful life for herself and be more present for her family. None of us are alone in the challenges we face in business, but the solution can start with a gift from someone else and it could be a podcast episode just like this one. Thank you for listening.